Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knifeworks, and you and I are listening to the Work For It podcast, where the emphasis is on business in the workshop. You can support these guys for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year, and show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year? That won't even buy two gallons of gasoline here in California. You might as well support these guys like I do so they can help us all work for it. Let's do it. Yes, you're listening to the Work For It podcast. I'm Brian House. I'm joined with B. Cone. Brian Cone of B. Cone Knives. Yeah, man. Very soon. Very soon. Ben Jammin Butler will be joining us right here on this fine, fine Thursday morning. Yeah, he's together. still ankle deep in his uh, basement, isn't he? I think so. I think he's got a lot going on with the basement remodel. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know, Ben went through a flood. He had some sort of, uh, I don't know, he broke a mirror or something, so his entire basement <laughs> was a swimming pool. I something like no that. No idea. The bad luck, the bad luck oh, that happened boy. to Ben. It was just awful. So just make sure you you send him a little love, a little grace this uh, this upcoming week. Uh, Brian, I'm short on time. I've been traveling. I won't even tell. I I have a million stories about my travel. First, I mean, I feel I like you pick. need to tell us what the whole traveling thing was about. So it was a super secret trip, and it was my mom's 75th birthday. It will be. So like on the 14th, her birthday, oh. September 14th. So we flew up, all three kids, Sarah and myself, through, flew to Milwaukee and then visited with my sister for a bit and then we all drove into this place called door county which is kind of like a little finger off of the off of the state of wisconsin northeast side of wisconsin into lake michigan it's kind of like fancy place it's like a fancy type spot i guess i don't know anywhere on those lakes anywhere on those lakes are super fancy yeah and we rented a compound we rented a place that sleeps like 30 people it used to be an old bed and breakfast hotel and okay. now it's like on VRBO kind of thing. Okay. And it slept us all. We all had our own private rooms and uh, it was very nice. Very, it was right on the lake. So, you know, you, nice. and then there was like the place when you rent it, it has like an adventure shed with filled with kayaks and bicycles and all nice. that stuff. It was basically a, it was like a house family reunion where we all got together and, and drank and ate and celebrated my mother. And nice. her 75 years on planet Earth. So I love you, Mom. I know you listen to the podcast, even though you hate it when I swear and all that. Aww. She still listens to the podcast. So um, and she supports everything I do. And she has for my whole life. She's always been the one that said, Brian, no matter how stupid you look, you'll never be that stupid. So Aww. thanks. Mom. So, she always, nice she also told me I had a great face for radio, too. So and oh, it's well. quite apropos because I'm now I'm on the radio for there essentially with this there podcast. It is. So but in the travels, it was quick. It was like we flew up Thursday night, red eye flight and then back Monday night. And um, yeah, traveling with other human beings like not my family, but just like other people in general is always a sh- shit show. I mean, it is unbelievable some of the shit people pull on these airplanes and stuff like that. It's just I have a million stories. Let me give you one brief story. So it's a red eye flight. We're leaving out of Charlotte, North Carolina, because we have to bounce out of Charlotte to get back to Florida. 
the captain puts on, you know, hey, fasten your seatbelts, flight crew, prepare for takeoff, right? Okay. Everybody's sitting down. We've been on, by the way, we've been on the airplane for like 30 minutes, you know, waiting for this time for this thing to happen. Sure. A gentleman who was sitting in a window seat decides to stand up and walk to the back of the plane. And try to go try and try to go to the bathroom. And when I say we are like seconds from takeoff, right? Like the jet was like ramping up, uh. like and and the the flight crew are like sit down, sit down, like they're screaming at him. He is non-responsive. Oh, continues goodness. to walk. They get out of their seats. The plane is halted. We cannot oh, move my forward. Goodness. This guy's like arguing with the staff on the plane. Ugh. I just need to go to the bathroom. I don't understand. Take off the plane. I don't care. Take off. I'll I'm gonna I'll take off while I'm in the in the toilet. Oh my and God. these flight crew are just like, what the hell do we do here? You know, and the one guy's like, you know what? Fuck it. Just and he said this exactly like this. The attendant said, fuck it. Just go just get in there. And, <laughs> and you're holding everything up. The guy goes in there and he comes out and he's like, I don't know what the big deal is. Everybody on the airplane's like giving him the middle finger with their eyes. They're all like, you, you suck. You suck so bad. You are a narcissist, sociopath, mofo. Sit the frig down. And the whole time he's walking from the back of the plane, he's like, oh, very sorry. I'm I'm very sorry. I held everything up. And people are like, sit down and shut up and just let us go. It's by the way, it's like one in the morning at this point. See, and oh we're all just the flight was delayed, like because some kid threw up on the plane, so we couldn't get on it right away. It was just okay. a whole thing. It was like, bro, it's one in the morning, and we were sitting there for three minutes. Anyway, rant over. I dislike traveling. I will not be traveling anymore this year. I'm I'm done okay. with travel. We went all over the world this summer, and it's it's been great. But I'm try I'm tired of it. And and I'll tell you what, Brian. It was awesome to see all my family like and be mm-hmm. around them <clears throat> and just enjoy them as like just standard humans without my sister did an awesome job. Like she bought all the food and cooked every, you know, every morning I would get up at like 6 a.m. She'd be already been in the kitchen for like an hour oh, making wow. food and stuff. Yeah, dude, wow. I felt so cared for and loved. It was awesome. And my Man, mom cried sounds... every day. It was awesome. It was <laughs> fantastic. Well, I don't know if you said this, but wasn't it a surprise? She didn't know it you was. guys were coming? Oh, she did not know. So and cool. I have a really great video on my phone, and I don't really know how to share it or if I should. Yeah. But it's like me running up to her car, and and she's just like, ah, you know, screaming. And like <laughs> it's, it's like a perfect, like, oh, my gosh, she was definitely surprised. You know how, like, some people can figure out the surprise before it happens? Right. And then when the surprise actually happens, everyone in the room knows that they know the surprise right. was coming. That was not the case with this. My mom mm. did not know she was going to be in this place with all these people, and she was so surprised. And uh, it, we pulled it off, and, and everyone had a great time. So that's where I was up until Monday night. So we flew in Monday night, another red-eye flight. We got in at, like, 2 in the morning here. And during the weekend, you probably saw me running the sale on the revolution because we had yeah, work man. for it weekend. We sold, get this, 50 revolutions wow. during that sale, right? How 50 does that revolutions. Compare, how does that compare to a non-sale situation? Like a non-sale uh, it's, Yeah, yeah. During the Significantly weekend. Significantly more? It's significant. Yeah, it was a okay. significant weekend for us. Like 50 revolutions in four days is a lot of grinders. And that's uh, good. Yeah, it was really good because, uh, you know, sales have been sort of slow. It wasn't like real 
strong month of uh, August wasn't real strong. But, um, you know, the I always say this, like if you're thinking in terms of like, oh, I didn't sell this much this month or, you know, people aren't buying knives or people aren't buying my my wares or whatever. Just remember that it's it could be all it could definitely have something to do with, you know, the economy. It could have something to do with your approach or whatever. But if you're like, I will say this again, you know what I'm going to say, Brian, half of your job is to make whatever it is. The other half is to sell it. So you're, you know, before I left, I made all these reels in concert with one another so that I could release reels on Facebook and Instagram as videos Mm -hmm. that talked about the sale. And, you know, it was repetitive and I get that, but I made different ones for each day. It was well thought out and it profited i mean it was a great sale more you know i kept thinking to myself well by the time i released like the fourth or fifth one who hasn't seen it at that point like oh my god i'm gonna be knowing everybody well Well, you'd be surprised though because i'm sure you have just a random a random one pop off or one of them just doesn't get out there and all of a sudden funny that you should bring that up because i did have a random one pop off that's now sitting at a half of a million views on instagram get out okay i'm quitting goodbye i'm i'm out of here oh wait no just (laughs) hold your hat for a second brian because you know the one that one viral video that went a real went on instagram that yeah. one is almost to nine million. Oh, geez. and I've got another one, the the building of the Apollo Forge, that's uh, just sitting, I think, at like one point eight million. And let me give you a frame of reference: when you have a real do that kind of traffic, I am getting two thousand followers a day from that. I have a question. Sure. So. Was the purchase of the extra space just so you have room for your gigantic inflating head just to get through? <laughs> yes, the <laughs> overhead door can barely suit the monstrous head that I have floating yeah. on top of my shoulders. I, I, I'm oh. not kidding you. If if you would have told me, because I screenshotted July 31st, I was going to do a 10,000 follower like thing where it was like, right. oh, we got 10,000 followers. Yay. Where are you at We're, now? We are currently sitting at 42,800 followers. And I'm sorry, that reel that uh, that I said popped off, it had a half a million. It now has 678,000. So this morning it was at 505. Okay. So to give you a frame of reference, and, and the building of the Apollo Forge, I'm looking at it now, is at 1.9 million. Now, if I get, if I capture even 1%, or even oh, yeah. a half of a percent of a percent. You can see where we're going with this, right? Right. Yep. And finally, I have breached the income level on Instagram Reels monetization. And this month, we are already sitting at $400 for the Jeez. month. Of, for that month window that they give you for Reels. And, and you know, that'll pay the light bill and whatever else here. But he, sure. the thing the thing about this is, and what I'm going to try to communicate to everybody listening to this, everybody, doesn't matter if you're a knife maker, woodworker, you own a company, you're a car dealer, whatever else, if you are not leveraging this every day, multiple times a day, you are doing yourself a financial disservice. It's a better investment than real estate. It's a better investment than the stock market or cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Invest in yourself through social media coverage of whatever it is you make. Trust me, 
It, it might take you a year. It might take you three years. You'll be more busy than you know what to do with all the business that you have. You will under you. you one day somebody's going to thank me and go, dude, I built a million dollar business listening to your advice on the work for it podcast. There it I is. am not joking around. I am a classic example. When If you go all the way back and you listen to the first episode of this podcast and you hear me and Trent bullshitting about whatever, back then, you, the sales, all the stuff, house made, the creation of all of it is such a sliver of what we're doing now. Right. So, And it's all because I have every single week put out this podcast, every single day pushed social media on different platforms. Mm-hmm. And I have surrounded myself with good people. I've made the right kind of business connections. I put things together and made it happen. However, a lot of that revolves around me selling myself to the world and not giving two shits about what people th- Oh, you advertise all the time. I see your branding on everything. Good. Good. You should see my branding. You should see everything I'm doing all the time. I want every single human on planet Earth that is even remotely related has even a twinge of wanting to work with a tool that I sell to know who Brian house is and housemate is. And it, I only get the chance to do this one time. I get so many years on this earth and I plan to cover the earth in revolutions and Apollo forges. I plan to change the world. I think blacksmithing and metalworking is the next woodworking. Mm-hmm. I think there's more people that are going to get into this hobby into this business in blacksmithing and metalwork than woodworking ever saw. We are on the cusp of this. That's so a statement right there. It, it, I, I truly believe this, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Woodworkers, beware. Your hobby <laughs> is I about like, to get cut in half. I like the fact that you're you. saying, I love the fact that you're saying this before Ben jumps on. <laughs> ben understands this. He knows what I'm talking oh. about. He gets it. He, he sees it. He's like, man, if I see another knife in my feed, I don't know what I'm going to do, but yeah, but sure, and, sure. and here's the other thing about that. What I what I truly believe is that just like woodworking at the beginning stages of that hobby, there's people out there that made and built big businesses around that uh, enterprise. Right. So if you're in on the this at the ground floor with blacksmithing and I can already hear a bunch of uh, old timers, you know, oh, I've been working with metal for 30 years. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah. But now the barrier to entry is so much lower. So You're going to have all these people coming in and making knives and making creative goods out of metal because like you, Brian, I got bit by the bug. I look at mm-hmm. a piece of steel and I get a maker boner for that, man. It's like, <laughs> I love it. I see this stuff and I see what these people are doing. And I think to myself, wood, one match, nah. boom, light it on fire, goes up. Steel, man, it's tough. It's like a thing. You create it. It's here forever. It's here for a long time. You know, we all we, of you woodworkers something. out there. I am sorry that you have to listen to this. <laughs> Don't be sorry, Brian, because uh. it's, it really is the truth. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. not trying to downplay woodwork. I'm joking a little bit about that. But there's a, sure. a bunch of, and you, they should be glad if they're woodworkers. They should be happy about it because there could be less people that they have to compete, to compete with. with. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's my rant. I had a great week really great time and i'm and i'm pressed for time today i'm meeting a couple contractors today we're still building out the other side and other space so we're i'm meeting a couple guys and i'm running low on time today so what's hopefully the, uh, i can get all my stuff out and uh you know, get on with the show you're good what's your process what are you what are you working on over in the new space um well the air conditioning all the air handling has been done so that's finished now 
Uh, that was expensive. And then yeah. um, the next, the guy meeting today is the the floor guy. The con- so okay. we're gonna have all the floors done, like concrete refinished. And then what is it now? Oh, it's it's, it's just like but it needs refinish. Well, here's the problem: it's not concrete. Somebody did a shitty job ah. with the epoxy paint, you know, thing, and it's like chipping up. So um, it used to be like a motorcycle repair place, I think, because there's like a Harley Davidson logo on the floor that's like all chipped up and stuff. And yeah, so we want all that gone. So it's so it's it'll be demolition, which is already begun, but not done yet. And then paint. So I'll do the paint because I I like doing that. And then this guy will come in and finish the floors. And then we have uh, like an industrial racking thing going in so there's pallet racks that'll go on all the walls that'll get bolted down bolted to the walls and all that and yeah that's about it oh and the office build out for sarah because she's gonna have her own office in there so so are you going to color match the current space are you gonna try to do like the one side is painted black the other side's painted bright white (laughs) it'll be a lighter version of what's in my shop now so it's a it'll be a matte gray and okay. the floor will be something complimentary. And yeah, it'll it'll be the it'll you know, the all the same like muted grays and blacks. And, right, and right. all of the walls, like anything that you like all the dividers for Sarah's office will all be heavy industrial steel with divided metal. And there'll be a little corral for the dogs and all of that. So And for Bald Man, you can't forget the corral for Bald Man. We gotta make sure we contain Bald Man somewhere. <laughs> he'll be he'll be running around my end of the shop, I think. Yeah. Uh for the most part. But yeah. And then we're gonna put a small kitchenette in there so we can make lunches and stuff. Right now so we're you kinda can working upgrade, on it. Make sure you can right. upgrade away from the shop tacos. You can actually have proper lunches. Not that I, shop tacos aren't proper lunches. Brian, but, you slow know. your roll. Shop tacos are a very nutritious and delicious lunch. I'm just saying. Okay. And we have it every day. And to this point, Sarah nor Bald Man have gotten sick of it. So I there think I think we're doing okay. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> but Love uh, to hear the uh, build out on that. It's it's awesome to see your business grow the way that it is. And the, the fact that you've gotten this new space and you're already, you've got visions of greatness going on over there. I, love I, I I envision us owning the entire this entire half of this building. Right now, we only order like a, own a quarter of it, but I'd like to buy all of it and and just you know go 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 full. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> Is Let's that a little go, bit of man. like Napoleonic, you know, conquer, visions conquer, of conquer. grandeur? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, I will say they're more than visions. You know, they they. It, I did not think I would ever be in this position. I always wanted to have you know, a, a nice business, you know, a life of, you know, where I enjoy my work and I'm recognized for my work. Uh, I did not know that I would ever achieve it though. You know, I, I, I didn't fully believe I would achieve it, I guess. And I didn't really know what it meant. And now I, I do, I do know what it means. And it's huge. Like I feel, so, I mean, and granted I'd say like, I, you know, we're doing great and everything, we could always do better. You know, that's the way I look sure. at it too. Every single day I think like, okay, how can we make this better? How can we do this better? And, um, which reminds me too, of I got to answer a bunch of questions. I, if you've emailed me about or DM'd me about the Apollo forge, which I have, I think like now I have over 300 messages about it. Wow. 
Uh, I mean, that's. I feel like yeah. that's a marker of a product that's gonna skyrocket and sell like hotcakes. I think that this will be bigger. And Justin Miller from Florida Man Forge said this. He says he thinks that the Forge will be bigger than the Revolution. Sheesh. And I think that so too. And a... when I when I started the Revolution project, I had a lot of interest in it, but sure. nothing like this. This this has. It's almost like I flipped a light switch on in the heads of everyone in the space. They all looked mm. at this and went, that's freaking brilliant on how yeah. we designed it and made it easy to swap everything out. And a ton of design work went into that and prototyping and research and development. I have $10,000, if not more, invested in that process. See, but that's it'll, the, it'll the module. The long run. The modularity and the changing, the ability to change out things in it is so intelligent because, like, I bought my forge what now two Christmases ago, and it's in the process of breaking down, and like I'm gonna have to yeah. replace it here soon. Sure. But to have the ability to be like, oh well, I can just replace that brick and this nozzle or that, this that and the other. Yep. Keeps it so yep. that you're you're buying a forge once and then you're just replacing parts instead of having yep. to rebuy the whole damn thing. Exactly. Yep. And I get, I got that question a lot. Like how long do you think the bricks will last? I mean, who knows? It just depends on how hard and fast you run it and how long, you know, those are all key factors. Uh, but that fire brick that we're using is at the top of the food chain. As far as fire brick goes rated to 27 Fahrenheit, 2700 Fahrenheit. And so, you know, uh, if you got to swap one out, they're not that expensive. You know, so right, right. and that's that's the other part of it. Maybe the one wall go, starts to get bad and all you got to do is replace a couple bricks every, you know, couple years, you know. Right. But if you're that's on the user, order of that's on the order of tens of dollars, not hundreds of dollars. Exactly. And the Apollo Forge. So this is the first prototype that we came out with, which will be the uh, Apollo Forge one. And that will be like the flagship, which I think suits the needs of most knife makers and metal workers. But the beauty of our system is you can double and triple the size and length, like the, the height and the length mm. of it. If you need to, uh, it's fairly simple for me to do that in Fusion. You know, make those uh, replica replicatory uh, math. There's some sort of way Fusion can. <laughs> you can basically say like, hey, I want this to be expanded by this much scale. Sure. And it'll sure. do it for you. And because we based it all off of a two and a half inch by nine, two and a half by four and a half by nine inch brick you can do it by that scale and it'll do it for you right so you could someone could say to me like hey i want to i'm going to maybe be making a lot of swords and i need it to fit this depth and we would be able to do that and figure you know do all the math calculations and make that happen so the big but the biggest question i've gotten is when will it be available so i have sent all the files off to my laser cutter okay they're typically like three weeks to a month out you know, to get turn around that much volume where I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do 50 to start like 50 forges to start. Um, and, and then, uh, that will be sometime mid to late October. So I think that's when I'll get everything in. I feel like with the first 50, you need to have a part that you laser etch on like a number yes. one through 50. Yeah. We're going to do that. We have a, uh, a nameplate that goes on the side. Nice. That uh, we'll, we'll add as an option so people could can do like an AF1 uh, on the side. Sarah's coming up with a really cool design for that. It's going to be awesome. She's really working hard on the branding for the Apollo Forge. 
And sure. yeah, dude, it's I can, I'm just so stoked to be able to release a high quality product and into the into the community where I feel, you know, some of these guys that design these tools and maybe they don't think about it like this, but they design these things that are consumables, right? Like these cheaper sure. forges, these cheaper grinders and things that don't last real long. And then they like, well, yeah. the guy will just come back and buy another one in five years. And I don't, I'm not doing that. You know, I look at it like you're going to buy this shell and yeah, you might need to replace the face plate or the rear plate, you know, because those are the, the, you know, they're getting in contact with the fire that comes out, the dragon's breath that comes out. Maybe you got to replace that like every 10 years or something. And we'll have that as a, as an item where you can just buy that piece, you know, just plug right in. Um, you know, but the, the, I, like you said, you buy it once, you know, buy once, cry once it's there. It works. Everything we've done up until this point has been top quality, top notch. And so I feel like the community rewards that by Mm -hmm. voting with their dollars. You know, they see it. They're like, hey, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Okay, great. But it'll last me 10 years. Okay, perfect. You know, like no problem. Oh, it's made by Brian House. It's a house made product. Of course. Yeah, I I would. I would (laughs) dive into that. Of course. Yeah, man. It's ten thousand dollars. Sure. I'll buy that. It's ten thousand. There it is. There it is. <laughs> and I don't know the pricing yet because they're working that out on their end. So, you know, I've got I've got all the pieces and parts figured out. I've got, you know, all the little things. But, you know, the ribbon burner is like by far the most time consuming part of it. Um, Do you have a range? Do you have a range that you're narrowing down on? I'm waiting on that laser steel. Part. OK. All so, right. Because it right. really it really changes if I buy 50 or 100 or 200 at a time. And when we started the revolution project, we were only buying 30 at a time because that's all we could afford to do. Now sure. we buy 200 at a time and and that gives us a significant discount in the steel pricing. And a lot of guys like buy the plans thinking they can go to a laser cutter and have it done cheaper. And they're like, holy yeah, no. shit, man. Like, no, like, wow, your pricing, even that my retail price is cheaper than what they could go and have it cut for say right. at a laser cutter somewhere else. Um, when you right. buy the the Apollo Forge plans, you're going to get, like you do get with the Revolution uh, plans, you get DXF files. And if you have a plasma cutter like I have, it's not as clean as I'd like it to be, but it definitely works. Like you can cut this forge out on a plasma table. You can definitely okay. do that. And uh, the only downside is, is, you know, you got to do a little filing, clean up on the tabs, you know, stuff like that. And it's whatever. It, it's not that big of a deal. Like I cut it out on my table. I took it off the table. I removed the the dross, all this, like the little slag pieces that are sure. underneath it. Hit it with a grinder, hit it with a file. I think I had even after all of that, I might have had a little over an hour invested, you know, in that process. Like from the time I hit cut to the time I had it like assembled into a box was like maybe a little over an hour. Now, of course, I'd love it if you bought the parts from me because, you know, that is where my margins are. But there's a lot of guys on planet Earth that are not in the U.S. that want to build this. And if you are and you want to build it, say, in South Africa, as long as you can gain access to those that size fire brick, which I think you can, it's a standard size. Uh, you can buy my plans and, you know, send it to a friend who has a plasma cutter or laser cutter or whatever, and you can build an Apollo, you know. It'll be just like the Revolution. You'll see them all over. You'll see them in Tanzania and Tasmania and the North Pole and the South They're Pole. everywhere. They're everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to cover the Earth, Ben. Yeah, cover Apollo the forges. Earth. What's happening, boys? Yeah. 
Ben, good to see you. How you doing? Yeah, I'm well. And yourself? Well, you know what? I went on a pretty strong rant about yeah. social media. Yeah. You're going to yeah. really enjoy it because, ah. and I'll give you the, the cliff notes, but we are getting 2,000 followers a day on Instagram. You're the only person to, on planet Earth doing that, I it, think. Yeah, it's due <laughs> to the uh, the reels that we put together that went viral. and Yeah. Yeah, it's so I was I won't go on the rant again, but uh, it's an important piece to understand because I think people hear what I'm saying and they go, sure. oh, you know, when Brian was preaching that he had like twenty five hundred followers on Instagram, sure. then yeah. he had five thousand, yeah. then he had ten thousand. And then um, when you practice what is what you really preach. funny. Right. So what's really funny about this is that the influence I now have is people that are very famous are noticing my work and following no. my work and you know wanting to slide into my DMs a little bit which I find interesting. So hmm. um yeah. And and uh and uh, you know it might it might just be random happenstance. I don't know. Sure. But then it also is really great when I notice that my, you know, people are in my sphere as far as my competition goes, they're noticing now mm -hmm. that, you know, before I was kind of like this goofball guy who had a podcast, who was making tools and, yeah. you know, small the artsy business. tool maker. And, yeah. And a boutique yeah. kind of guy. And then it's like, yeah. hmm. Let's pay attention to what he's doing now. So I really well, you know, it's uh, I think like watching it happen is always so fun. I think you know you to watch somebody. Yeah, get a chance to watch this. Yep, and I think this to make you jealous at all. Are you jealous? No, no. How about no. now? Are you jealous now? Uh, no. <laughs> the next no, step is Sports Illustrated it's... has contacted me. They want to shoot the swimsuit right. calendar in my <laughs> shop. Are you jealous no, now? That call was for How about Sarah, now? Brian. That call was not for you. <laughs> no, it's bald man. Bald Here's man what we're thinking. Bald man. Bald man in a banana hammock. Yeah. Uh, spread That'll out on a, on a pallet okay, of Apollo hold on, Forges. Hold on. I feel like there's an HR issue here. He is he is your employee after all. Hey, yeah. it's in his job description. We don't want to see his other it's bald all part parts. Of, if you if you're in my shop, you're on camera, baby. You better be camera ready, and that includes uh, well, I think that's the inside so think, of your thighs. Right. Oh, Lord. I think that's part of of. Um, do you notice um, now that you have Sarah and uh, Brent there? Has it become easier to produce content? I would imagine yes. so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ten because times now easier. you've got someone else who can shoot video and, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I think Not that. Not only to that, me... I have someone else to shoot video of. Like, you right. Know, the, right. The, here's, like, hey, it was cute how you guys wore each other's shirt yesterday, by the way. That was not planned, by the way. That's, that was, I'm not kidding you. So we made a policy in, the, in our shop when Brent got hired. We said that every day we will wear either a housemaid shirt or a member of the community shirt. And I we like have it. all held true to that. So like, you did know, I tell one you my day you'll story see about, us. Oh, go ahead. No, no, so go ahead. You, did I tell you the story about the, no. the T-shirt the I bought uh, to, to sample um, 
through Sticker Mule. They had like a nine dollar t shirt no. thing. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah. So yeah. you know my luck, right? And how my luck has been lately. T shirt shows up. Oh, cool. Sam's standing there <laughs> beside me, all excited, ready to see it. What do I do? I use a fucking razor knife and cut uh, the goddamn shirt while I'm opening the fucking bag. Didn't even get to put no. it on my fucking body. I cut the goddamn shirt. Oh, I'm not even kidding. No. Like like my 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 bad luck streak cannot possibly last much longer. Comes or in threes, I think man. I will Comes be dead. I think it came in 33s for me. <laughs> oh my god. Unreal. It was just like unreal. I was like you have got to be kidding me. You've got to I thought to you were going to say you were going to open the shirt and it was like a bronies shirt or no. something like that. Or <laughs> no. like, you know, something you know, really it wasn't s- like, like weird. You could see like an inconspicuous spot, you know, maybe towards the bottom of the tail or something or even the sleeve, you know, I'll just make it a sleeveless or whatever. But or no, right across I, the chest. I cut it like an inch below the logo that's on the chest, you know, just like mm. right at your, uh, what do you call it? Sternum. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that sucks. That yeah. sucks. But no, that's been Real it's quick. been really fun watching your watching your blow up. And I like in the back of my mind, I you know I will admit I'm like, man, that team approach. You know, there's a lot of other people that you see who uh, who do social media or who started out and then decided, you know what, I'm really legitimately going to make a run at a social media based business. And it seems like the second they hire out at least a portion of the video process, whether it's editing, filming, whatever, the second they do that, like the juice gets turned up to 11. You know, it just yeah. makes it that much There's easier. There's an exponential like, growth situation, yeah. you know. Meanwhile, I'm over here with... I'm over here with the two dads remodeling the basement, listening to them complain about, are you almost done fucking filming that? Come on, goddamn, we're going to get this shit done. <laughs> it does take a lot longer. If you're yes. going to create content around any process, it takes yeah. a lot longer. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of people don't realize that. So the investment you're going to have in that process is time. Not a lot of uh, money, usually, unless it's equipment, right. but that can come later. As long as you have decent content and you're sharing your story, do not create content. Document yes. be yourself the content. and be the content. Uh, a bunch of creators talk about this. Gary Vee, one of my favorite ones, talks about this all the time. Take the 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 idea that you need to create some sort of story and put that in your back pocket because that's a that's sort of a barrier for for yeah. a lot of people. They don't want to like have to create this thing and it's a barrier for me. So on YouTube, if you guys have noticed, uh, I've been doing these weekly, you know, basically me standing in front I of the camera for 10 yet. minutes yeah, I gotta and all the yet. B-roll, right? If you watch nice. the last one, Ben, I think you'll really enjoy it because there's a lot of 3D nice. printing and a lot of discussion of stuff. I've, I and, like uh, that idea. I, I really yeah. do. It makes it stupid simple because I have this yeah. process, right? During the week, if I'm doing something, I grab my camera, I set it up, I take film of that process. At the end of the week, I compile all that footage and I look at it real quickly. That's just a quick, you know, I get the cliff notes of how each How much clip. footage do you have roughly? Like how I many? I usually have a couple hours because a lot of it's okay. time lapse stuff and I boil it yep. down to 10 minutes. 
And then I stand in front of a camera and I do my spiel, right? And I talk about, hey, this is our challenge. These were our things that we did this week, and here's our a challenges. Lot like Duresta's were, right? Where Jimmy it's, would yeah, kind of narrate. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy now is more project oriented, but he Yeah, used to do but the he same did a concept. little vlog kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I, I was really liked them. Yeah. Me too. I really did like them as well. And these are really well received. They're not getting tens Good. and hundreds of thousands of views. But they're no. getting my core audience engaged in what I'm doing. And That's then the I am I am saddling that content up with, and I've developed this little mount, which is kind of like a clamp mount that has a dial indicator holder on it, which then in turn has yep. a cell phone holder on the end. Yeah. So whenever I set up my big Sony camera to film my uh my sixteen by nine stuff i have my vertical cell phone filming the exact same thing thing. so what i do at the end of the week i post that video on friday which is my horizontal video the long you know drawn out stuff and then i take the time lapses that i used the vertical video for and i make them shorts on youtube which are doing better than the wide form content here's the thing in tandem, in concert with one another, they're working together. And so do you, it just um, took a little creativity to work that out, but it definitely is. Working. Right. Are and you then, then those reels, by the way, turn it or those shorts turn into reels. Right. Too. Are you then um, how many days behind, would you say, on average with posting? Or are you? Uh, you uh, just near, a day. Near so like time. I'll yeah about a day yeah, yeah I'll yeah just a day or two yeah it's not nice. very long and so like if I the if I'm shooting the reels if I'm shooting the vertical video and the YouTube video together yeah I can release a reel every day on Instagram and then do a reel every other day on YouTube which I'm not doing mm-hmm. I should or I'm short or whatever they're called yeah they're but, uh, they're starting to I, pick up some program. juice. Oh, oh, the shorts. I got a report from YouTube, by the way. There's a whole new um, functionality of YouTube called research. If you're a YouTuber yeah. and you, yeah. there's a thing where you can go in now. Uh, they're trying to compete with like VidIQ and TubeBuddy and stuff like that. They're trying right. to basically give you the same functionality. Hey, it's great. I don't subscribe great. to yeah. VidIQ or TubeBuddy. I did it one time. I just don't personally think they're worth the money unless for me anyway. Right. But um, the But what they're doing is they're giving you Data that is related directly to the audience watching your content. Meaning That's phenomenal. This, this group of people watch a lot of content that um Yeah. You know what, guys? So I gotta you can take tell age and me, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hold I on think, one second, guys. Um, uh, I'm gonna just <clears> grab yep. this call real quick. B Cone, have you ever, have you ever, or do you, I guess, bank up content like that at all? I've been trying to. Actually, yeah, I do that a lot with Instagram posts where I, I will get done with a batch and I'll take a bunch of really pretty pictures of the knives and then I will just have those in the background and I probably still have about 50 knives that I've never posted and I just have for a rainy day because, you know. Or also, I've also realized like you can post, repost a knife you did a long time oh, ago. Lord. As long yeah. as it's up, as long as it's up to your snot, like your current levels. Yep. I mean, shit, yeah. nobody's gonna know the difference. But Sorry about that. I, I'm back. Oh, you're good. But one of the things that I have been really guilty of is I haven't been posting on a very regular basis just yeah. because wah, I've had wah. so many things. I know, I know, I'm sucking What's it up right you, now. Brian? 
there's just something wrong. Just take I don't your know. reels. Just take your TikToks and turn them into reels. What's the matter with you? Well, if you check all of my social medias, <laughs> I just haven't been very regular. I've just been kind of sporadic, and my I've sales seen have been photos showing. of you in a Winnie the Pooh. Uh, oh. and I did see you know, photos of you hanging in a freaking hammock in the middle of the woods with your beautiful uh, girlfriend. So I know you've got time. Come on, man. Know, yeah, know, come on, man. I'm busting your chops I, big time. I am you know, that's the 100%. That's a, okay, that's a big challenge, I think, with um, not posting regularly because you get out of the you get out of yeah. the habit. It's you know? easy to just I drop. mean, I, I've been taking big gaps off and that is hugely problematic it's because kind of suicidal yeah i got nothing built up right and uh, you know regardless of followers and views and all of that shit i am i'm kind of surprised when i make a post you know now i'm still getting you know not consistently but i can top out 150 likes which is where i was trending before the big break you know um but the problem is to keep that going, right? So what, what I've been doing is now banking stuff up. So I've got probably two, well, I've got two YouTube videos in the can from the remodel already. And I'm learning that that is like DIY remodeling is actually really easy content to film because it's, it, it's, it's a story in and of itself, right? Um, and maybe it's just because I can see the beginning, middle and end with that more than some other projects I work on, you know, where I'm literally trying to figure out the project while I'm filming it. <laughs> um, I think with, with the two projects that I filmed so far on the, on the basement, I knew exactly what was going to happen every step of the way. Right. I had already, uh, figured it all out and there were no surprises. So it was a little bit easier to capture that story, but just trying to bank stuff up um shooting in a dark basement's not very much fun but we got the document, got the wiring done create. so yeah you know just document i, I, I want to do that yeah up. and i'm gonna start have you thought have you thought about um instead of doing like the talking head have you thought about trying to narrate uh as you shoot as you film yeah, my shop is so loud, so like yeah. it's tough. Yeah. I I almost like have to come in real early before Brent gets here. He's always like welding, grinding, doing. But something. then you're not and capturing mo- like the, the action. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yeah. You're right. I, I I will say it flows pretty well. I mean, maybe you yeah. can give me some notes. Like watch I, it I'll love it. I'll totally check it out. Watch the last one. I mean, you don't have to go back cool. and watch the last three. Just watch the last one and tell me what you think. I just, yeah. it, for me, it seems to really flow. Um, and it seems nice. personal too, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm talking with That's the people I... who are watching it. So yep. yeah, I mean, I'd love it's some like, criticism um, on it. Nice. As dad, long as it's you know, all positive. Don't give me any negative right. criticism. Ne- never. I can't I would My never. ego is too fragile. Um, that's <laughs> kind of like the Casey Neistat thing, you know, where he, he's just so freaking good at telling a story. Every day yes. is a story. And I think what's, what's always interesting to me but is he burned watching- out. He did. He did. He burned out. But, but I think also what I've often thought about watching his videos is that it's easy to start thinking that that was his entire day, but, but it probably wasn't, you know, it was just, he's telling a small piece of his day, but, but I think in his case, it probably was his whole day. Like you said, because that's what caused him to burn out. Go back and watch the, you know, the podcast that, um, Steve-O 
from Jackass. Yes, that does. was really good. Did yeah. you watch the one with Casey on it? Yeah. Did you remember what he was saying about how like he was so obsessed with making content yeah. on YouTube? Oh, that's yeah. all he thought about. And he, yep. he he said, you know, he'd be in a conversation with someone and he just all he'd be thinking of is I hope this person shuts up so I can just continue right. making, you know, my videos. And it became an unhealthy thing for oh, him. Oh, it would have to. So, it would have yeah. to. And that's to, the to reason why he got much. out. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he says even to this point, he still thinks about it every day. He's like, it's I'm like sure. quitting smoking. He was yeah. just like, it was such an addictive process. But um, all right. So wait, the, the, real quick, before we go any further, I want to, I got a couple of business items I need to make sure that we take care of. One yeah, of which buddy. is talking about Lawrence Lake over at MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Make sure that you go check out his website before you start any project. Whether Hell it's yeah. a woodworking project or a knife making Take project a or blacksmithing project. Take a look at MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. They're a supporter of our show. Also, Lawrence is a friend of mine. He's a fantastic human being to do business with. He ships every single day from Canada to the United States at no cost difference to you. You can take advantage of the USD to Canadian exchange rate and get yourself some awesome stuff. And I'll tell you what, it's a, it's one of those things where I don't really like sponsorships. I don't like working for you know someone else. But in this case, I love working with Lawrence so much that I put up with all of the BS that he puts me through on a regular basis to write these <laughs> things and talk about it on our podcast. I'm kidding. I absolutely truly uh, believe in what he's doing. He's like one of those guys that is yeah. a maker that supports the maker movement. Like for Bad real, ass. he's not just a smash and grab guy. Um, and I've had FaceTime with him. I sat and had lunch with him in Atlanta during blade show. And he is a go getter. He's making the best possible deals with all these vendors to be your retailer and I truly believe he is the next Jeff Bezos. So go mm. find yourself something at MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Get yourself some abrasives, some knife steel. Oh, by the way, he has 8,000 pounds of knife steel that he needs to move. So four just remember, tons. that's four tons. He fell into this deal. And you can take advantage he of it. fell into go a get yourself bucket something. of steel. That's it. So go get yourself Man. some of that. And, and the phone call I had to take was my contractor telling me he's going to be early? <laughs> what? No. Of course. That was a lie. <laughs> so, that was a fucking lie. Oh, my lie. God. There, that's and I'm not like, possible. I know. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. This guy's going to be early? He broke the fucking I mean, golden rule. Well, that is not He could permissible. be just a salesperson, <laughs> and I'm sure yeah, that's right. also partially the case <laughs> but um but but so he's coming early so i gotta get moving along with also shouting out our get this fellas 92 92 Whoa. patrons good i haven't looked at crazy. it in a while good night man. we are awesome. we are eight shy of our hundred patron goal can you believe that dang thank you hundred paid we are eight shy so if you get value out of this show, and if you're listening to this, I already know you get value out of this show. Buy us go to patreon.com forward slash work for it. And for as little as $10 and 80 cents a year, that's 52 episodes of pure audio gold. Ooh. And 
some of the best inter- that's 52 episodes of the show you're listening to right now and you get another 52 episodes oh, that's 104 dude. episodes total because deuce. Brian Cohn is doing WFII which is the interview Man. and by the way and crushed it again with Neil was from Maximus Knives Neil unbelievable brother awesome show Neil I really enjoyed it it was so cool Neil when when we had Neil on the great. show. Uh, it was kind of I remember when we had him on the show. It was kind of a jumbled thing. He was trying to get internet, yeah, yeah. and we had a, we had some technical things. He connected go on to a and, satellite in Pakistan, I think. Yeah, the last time we had him on the show on a it was camel. Like, yeah, but it was he had so cool. Like a tin foil satellite dish in his <laughs> truck. It was really weird. It was awesome though to to hear more of his story and. Uh, you know, to to learn a little bit more about him and really get to see his personality. I think his personality is a bit different, or what, it seemed a little bit different on the show. And I've heard him on other another. I think it was Hustle and Grind recently. Um, but to me, it, it's a little bit different than what he shows on his Instagram. So it was kind of cool to just you know kick back. And I was listening to it last night while I was out in the out in the shop late night and just. Becone nailed it. You you fed the right questions at the right time and just kept it going and flowing and just really awesome. Good. Job. Real quick, Brian, what do you what do we have in the can coming up? Give us the next five episodes. So, I'm interested. Jesus. So here's the problem. So I have an interview with Dennis Tyrell in the can, but it sounds a little bit echoey. It's not it's not crazy. It's definitely listenable, but it's definitely has a little bit of a feedback situation. Okay. So I'm it, kind of You can listen to it though? Like you can yeah, make out I'm on the I'm on I'm teetering back and forth whether or not that is going to go out because it's a really good interview. I really enjoyed the interview, but it My instincts tell me to somewhere? release it. Where I can um I can give it a quick listen to if you want another Piece in of, cast. Know, opinion. So you could, yeah, it's oh, just on cast. cast. From cast. Oh, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, I say, I say, release it though, without without even listening to it. I say, release it. But. See, yeah, that's that's, that's the thing. I I think we're probably going to release it and then have them back on for a second interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. for those people that don't want to listen to it because there's a little bit of an echo to it. I don't know. Yeah. So after Dennis, we've got Timber Tiger Forge. We've got nice. Baker Chris Forge Magnus. and Tool. Yeah, Chris Wait, Magnus, say that one. Timber say Tiger that last Forge. one again. Baker Forge and Tool. Oh, Coy Baker and I sat boy. down. Oh, man, I can't wait Heavy for that hitter. one. Coy Baker and I sat down this morning at 7 a.m. and recorded Whoa. that one. Animals. And then I recorded, Animals. I recorded another one with Pickle Cutters right after that one. Okay, so, okay. You've been busy. Those, those are the four I have in the can, and I've got a, a very long list of people to interview. I'm, I've, we've nice. got some content. Don't you worry. Okay. All right. Good deal. Hey, so make of, sure um, when you see that that being released, you'll see it under a different icon in the same feed as what the yeah. one that you're listening to. So you'll see WFI, kind of our standard logo, and there's a big red number two over it, and yeah. that stands for II, which is interviews. Work Your, for uh, interviews. Podcatcher might just automatically download it, but that's all yeah. right. It's not so, guys. Not real quick, file. I want to read all ninety-two of these names, if you can believe this. We have uh, since the last show, we have three more. So the, the, these three gentlemen: uh, Kevin Colleton, which is Edge and Arbor. 
on Instagram. And get this, Adam Coonrad. Do you know who he is? He's Uncle Sam. Everyone calls him Uncle Sam. Uh, the Working Hands podcast does. Adam, I got a chance to meet him at Blade Show this year in Atlanta. And he looks nothing like Uncle Sam. I don't understand it. I He, lo- he did look a little like the Colonel from KFC, but uh, not... Not so much like Uncle Sam. Okay, uh, so um, <laughs> are we? Are we going to on that every joke or what? On I the mean, way through, I'm like, kidding. He now. doesn't look like either of those. People. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just going to oh, start geez. roasting you guys. Every I, single one expects some sort of a roast between Adam. Now Adam, and... <laughs> Adam knows it. <laughs> okay, and Francisco Mucci. He's a local uh, to me. Anyway, he lives in Bradenton or uh, Sarasota, I think. Uh, all right, and the rest of the crew, thank you, you be- beautiful people. Steve Kalb, Jeffrey Reels, Makeshift Podcast, Corey Stanley, Broken Tooth Forge, Tyler Collins, Alexander Sloat, Jim Muhick, Knives by Nuge, Brian Hunt, Paul Belada, Danny Gallant, Nathan's Knives, that's Nathan Scott, Kelly from Untitled EDC, that's Untitled EDC on Instagram, at Co. Noah Jacobs, that's NJ Custom Knives. Ethan J. Taylor, that's Ethan the Hat. Gilles Pithier at Pellet Knives. Dustin Shaner. Spencer over at Heavy Forge. Aru Bladeworks. Jason Duguay at Whiskey Delta Metalworks. Darren at Stormlight underscore Forge. Coy Baker, Baker Forge and Tool. Austin Saunders, the High Caliber Craftsman. Parable Knives, that's Manny G. Jake Largen, Larg. Yeah, Largen. I'm saying that right. Jake, I keep I keep thinking I'm going to screw your name up, and I think I got it now. Jake Largen. Uh, Gage Broski. Bremer Built Knives. Brian Hinnenkamp. Oh, you know what? I missed Aru Bladeworks, Jason Moss, in the last one, so I'm going to say his name like five times. Aru Bladeworks, Aru Bladeworks, Aru Bladeworks. All right. That's it. Aru! Aru Bladeworks. <laughs> Are you happy now, Jason? Are you happy now? <laughs> he called me out on it. <laughs> uh, as he should. As a joke, by as the way. He as a joke. Yeah. Brian Hinnenkamp of Tortuga Bladeworks. Ron Hips, that's RH Maker Solutions on Instagram. New Forest Forge, that's Stu Middleton. <coughs> Zachary Sowell at Pattern Nostri Fabrica. Chris Magnus at Timber Tiger Forge. Tony over at Woodland Iron. Lando Novak, a.k.a. the Abstract Blacksmith. Kyle Daly at KH Daily Knives, Adrian Brielle of Adrian Brielle underscore Forge, Todd Harrington of TH Blades, Eric Andrews at Sourwood Creations, Sven over at Nord Artisan, Chris Larson, the Midnight Maker, Bobby over at Reaper, Reaper Metalworks, my cousin Ira Housewert and Forged and Fire Champion, Jeremy over at 419 Forging, Toby Mural of You Knife Maker Supplies, and Dustin Yahima at Handcrafted underscore by underscore Kai on Instagram. Matt Bicker at DIY Europe. Benjamin Mullins. Wesley Crumb at W Crumbs. Uh, w Crumbs. W Crumb Bladesmith. Matthew Angel at Ad.KnifeWorks. Full Steam Designs by Chris Powell. Zach Burn of Burn Blades. Nate Wapole. Eric at, or I'm Eric. Echo Blades. That's Jared over at Echo Blades. Trox Claire Custom Cutlery. Neil over at Maximus Knives, Donnie Dulovich, Thomas Moberg at TMO Knives, Dennis Terrell, Leon Shanks at Two Birds Blade Works, Jared Weaver over at Weaver's Custom Metalworks on Instagram. He is known as the master of metal 
manipulation. Richard Beck over at Beck'sArmory.com. Lawrence Lake of MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Oxford Blade Co. Carol Ann Jonette Racine. Ryan Chadborn of Chadborn Knifeworks. Working Hands Podcast. Moonshine Leatherworks. That's Brian Absher. KnifeMaterial.at. Cardoso Knives in Portugal. James Hunsberger of Hunsberger Knives, Crafty Man Forge, Mark LeBlanc, Papa underscore Hatch underscore Axe, Brian Hooten of Hooten Knives, Bob at Shed underscore 72, Keith Drennan at Blackthorn Concepts, Menster Hill Forge, Scott Wilkinson at Phoenix Works, your short, fat friend, Brigham Condell. Bob Ryan at <laughs> Brigham. Bob Ryan at Bob Ryan Studio on Instagram. Eric at Overall Maker Works, Jamie Blow, Jamie the Squid, Michael Nye, Noah Bloomberg, Destin and Devin O'Hara of the Art of Craftsmanship, Justin Miller of Florida Man Forge, Mark Vanderwerf, that's 118 Blades, and Marcus over at MW Steelworks. Thank you. You beautiful people support us. Man. So hard. Awesome. And long. All night long on Patreon. Such a good fit. Okay. All right. So, gentlemen, I have exactly 20 minutes left. Okay. I want to know, starting with you, Brian. Okay. All right. What do you got going on in your workshop? Give me the cliff notes. I want to know everything. Cliff notes and want everything. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) So, it has been. Leave no detail untouched. It has been sword mania over here, and also mm. when I when I'm not when I'm not working on the sword, I've been working on projects that I'm doing YouTube videos around. So oh, that's sweet. that's more of the reason why I haven't nice. been posting much. Is like I'm ma- I'm I'm Banking filming up. all of the processes, so I don't have my phone free to you know take a picture and whatnot. So okay. you know that's that's really the yeah. big issue with that. So that's something back I'm to the uh, to work at. solo solo content creator problem, right? Well, you know, some this, of us don't have YouTube a full video. team, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you should get one. Yeah, right. Two of them. Two of them. Be great. The issue with having Kyle is he's incredibly busy, and I need to get so much work on this sword done that I simply cannot have him film everything. I just won't get it done if I do that. So I'm doing a lot of it on my own time, just doing time lapses and doing the best I can. And just trying to make it happen. Um, other than that, it's been... It, I actually had something really interesting happen. I had a carbon fiber company reach out to me Ooh. and basically say, hey, you know, we're, we might be looking into getting in on this, this um, knife handle scale situation. Would you mind testing out some of, my, some of our materials? So I said, yeah, free materials? Hell yeah, of course. Hell and it, yeah. it's all like crushed carbon fiber so it's like shredded carbon fiber so it looks super super cool and um come to find out their factory is less than 12 miles down the road oh my gosh so you can go down there you could do some content around it that would be be really cool i did go down there and basically they make they make material for um um manufacturing like different you know really really durable needed to be really really durable parts or also subframes in cars so like cars that need to be super light like you know some crazy fast what i i didn't go through every single last little thing but basically they give me this nice little tour 
but they have this giant press where they make 12 by 12 inch slabs quarter inch thick to do basically destructive testing make sure that their carbon fiber is up to snuff well come on that's like perfect candle material yeah. It's absolutely so. Basically, right? they they gave me a twelve by twelve slab and said, "Hey, make a couple knives out of it." And I've I've got them um, glued up right now. I did I did the polishing up by the bolster area, and it polished it up. It polished up really really nice. So I don't I don't I'm not worrying about the rest of it because I've already polished that top part and it looks really good. Um, so yeah, I'm going to finish them out the rest of this week. Interesting. And, so you got the material already. You've been playing with it. I've got it. I've already got three knives um, with it on it. I just need to finish, you know, finish shaping the handles, polishing them out, making them look nice and sexy. And then, yeah, it sounds like they're going to look into getting into supplying handle material. So did you did, did you ask them how they found you or was it just like a local re- uh, thing or how do you know? So how did they f- f- find you? You know, apparently they have been reaching out to different knife makers and just getting the cold shoulder by about a bunch of them. Really? And yeah. And they reached out to me and didn't realize that I was so close. Yeah. And it just I don't, I don't know what the situation was. I don't know how they found me, but they found me. That's awesome. So, so yeah, that's super cool. That's I'm I'm really getting into it because, you know, the, the guy who works for this this um this carbon fiber factory is is about my age. And he's all about like. He wants to see what it looks like on handle material. He's also looking into like getting different colors mixed in with it, like, you know, copper and brass and who knows what other type of like sparkles they can put into it or colors or dyes or whatever. But he's like super into it and like messaging messaging me all the time about like, oh, what do you think about this idea or that idea? Or could we try this? Nice. Like, yeah, why not? You know? So yeah, it sounds like they're going to be looking into this carbon fiber situation and you know, they're they're still not they're still running the numbers like you are, Brian, with the Apollo Forge. They've gotta know the numbers before they really start cranking it out. So I yeah, don't want yeah. to, you know, promise that they're gonna be going into it. But yeah, it's yeah. it's it looks pretty cool so far. You could have your own B cone, you know, carbon you could they could call it like B carbon cone fiber handles or something like there's <laughs> there's, some, there's, there's a, a name in there's there somewhere i don't think it's that one somewhere. though it's close though. <laughs> cone carbon hey man cone we can carbon. come up with something we something. can come up with something i like it though but yeah, I, so I that's, love that that is so the cool the sword the sword and the you, the videos that i'm currently working on and this carbon fiber and also you know trying to keep up with my orders it's it's been a crazy couple weeks for sure but other than that that's pretty much it on my end ben what about you what you got going on? Man. So other than the part, remodel. Yeah, it's, that's the big one. So we um I've got we've got both sets of You know, by the way, I started here. thinking about this, Ben, and I started thinking about how how terrible it would have been if your workshop was in that basement. Oh my lord. Yeah. I've thought about right? that several times. A lot of guys I... have a lot of guys have their shops in their basements and and yep. you just so happen to have a, a garage outside. I don't know it. what would have cost me more, honestly, oh my God. like losing everything in my shop or everything in my basement. It would have been probably probably the shop Close. would have cost more yeah, to replace, yeah. you know, by the time you add the CNC in and a t- big table saw and all that. But so, yeah, that's been the primary. We've got both sets of parents out here visiting and helping and um We've been doing that for a couple of years now where they come out in the fall together and do some fishing and, you know, 
mess around, but uh, we usually end up finding a project or two to work on, and now we've got a massive project. So we started, oh, last week, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that, and the biggest uh, project that we had to tackle first was the wiring. So basically had to rewire the whole basement. Um, there was some wiring that was probably not original, but close to it that needed replaced uh, and some kind of scary things that we fixed. So we did a bunch of wiring, added some new circuits and uh, yeah, just did a couple, three days solid of wiring, which was a lot. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. That, and then insulated the ceiling. Um, gosh, what else? Framed some walls, re-ran a, a re-ran or rerouted a heat duct to our mudroom so we could get better heat in the winter. And so it's been, you know, project after project. Somebody commented on my post this morning saying, man, imagine if you didn't have the knowledge and skill to do some of that stuff yourself, you know, how crazy it would be and yeah i'm so thankful that in my years on this earth i've amassed enough knowledge to be able to tackle pretty much anything that comes along with you know fixing a house so that's been pretty cool and and i really enjoy it i really truly enjoy remodeling and you know just house projects working on the house and so that's been good uh but this past weekend, I met up with Brian Hunt. Uh, if you don't remember from a previous episode, how does he spell his, his name? B R Y A N. Unfortunately, <laughs> my man. <laughs> oh, but Brian's daughter. This is has, the guy doing the uh, the fundraiser. Yeah, right? yeah. So his daughter has, um, and I I don't recall exactly what it is, but she's got she's got something with her eye eyes and eyesight. Uh, that if left untreated, potentially by the time she would be able you know, to drive a car, she couldn't see enough to do it. So mm. they found a doctor who um, has a procedure that insurance deemed experimental and therefore they're not willing to pay for it. So they're trying to raise some money to help uh, – fund or pay for his daughter to have this procedure or surgery or whatever it is. Um, but I met up with him. There's a, a hot air balloon festival every Labor Day weekend here in Boise. And it's really cool. There was probably 30 hot air balloons and they all on Saturday morning, all filled uh, with political. They all filled up with hot air. Yep. And uh, they didn't launch because it was a really smoky morning. So they, they called the launch off for Saturday and did it Sunday, but met up with him and he handed me the, the knife that will be in the raffle and I'm going to make a sheath for it for him. Um, and uh, so that you'll get a nice leather sheath with the knife. And I've been working on some design ideas and uh, going to do a little bit of tooling on it and make a really cool, pretty sheath for him. So that's been going you on. Can, uh, you can you can buy into this fundraiser. Yeah. How? You have to message um, him on Instagram. How does it work? I think it's something like that. Uh, I would. Yeah, I, I'm pretty or sure does that's he have it. a website. And what, do you know his uh, handle on Instagram? I know. We yeah, said it on it's one of the other. Brian B-R-Y-A-N-H-U-N-T dot Hidden Rose Forge. H-I-D-D-E-N. Okay. R-O-S-E-F-O-R-G-E. Yeah. 
uh, and his daughter's name's Ellie. So it's really cool. And his his wife's pretty involved with the process and stuff as well. And just really, really nice folks. Just, you know, trying to, like we all are, trying to take care of their kids and people getting in the way of doing that. So we're, we're going to not let that stop us. Um, speaking of raffles and fundraisers, the Flying Shark Knives raffle wrapped up last week, I think it was. And man, I don't know, there were like 20, 21 prizes in that raffle, I think. Incredible. They raised over $6,000 to help Tommy out um, over at Crooked River Forge. So I was just really glad to be a part of that. I think it's important to take care of our own, and, and it was a really cool opportunity. Ironically enough, the winner of the apron that I donated lives in um, Emmett, Idaho, which is 20, 30 minutes away from here. Jack had a cross-country meet there the other day. She's like 30 minutes away, right? There, there was 600 people entered the raffle from all around the freaking world, and somebody 30 minutes away from me won an apron. <laughs> so nice. Kind of crazy, small, small world. world. So. Uh, and it's actually a, a, a lady, a woman, and she makes, she is a, I think a journeyman smith, if not the next level hey, that's up awesome. from that. So really cool. I, I'm going to try to meet up with her and figure out if, you know, may end up turning into a um, uh, kind of a situation where we, where we design a more women specific apron or something like that. So that's kind of cool. Um a big shout out. I wanted. I missed it on the last episode, but I wanted to thank Brigham Kindell. He sent me a package the other day that had in it um, a forged, almost like a coat hook or a hat hook that his son made, and uh, just oh, really awesome. He reached out and said, "Hey, what's your address? I got something to send you." And I said, "I got something to send you too. I don't know when the hell it's going to get there." But I got something, and I'll get it there as soon as I can. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was really cool. I put it up in the leather shop up here, and uh, it's holding my cowboy hat. So it's really pretty awesome. Other than that, awesome. uh, I think that's it. Back to back to the basement for me, and I'm going to try to do some fishing here the next couple days after we hang some sheetrock on the ceiling. Yeah. I don't mean to it. cut the show, show short, guys, but I've got to meet with this contractor. And well, before I got, you go, let's, I roll let's, out. let's go ahead and get that dad joke through. Oh, I got one oh, yeah. queued up, baby. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Have you heard of the new music group called Cellophane? No. They mostly rap. <laughs> w by the way and uh yeah so for i all thought the dad joke was gonna be uh i thought the dad joke was gonna be you meeting with a contractor who's early <laughs> <laughs> the joke will be on me when i end the show early right. to meet him yeah. and he doesn't show up yeah that'll be, my, that'll be an hour joke. late exactly so listen if you got something out of today's show make sure you consider becoming a patron you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it for as little as $10.80. Remember to always patronize our sponsors. You can find them in the show notes. Uh, our primary sponsor spot. Our primary sponsor is Lawrence Lake over at Maritime Knife Supply. Great guy. 
and awesome to do business with. I buy some of my retail stuff from him directly just because he gets it to me faster than anybody else, believe it or not. And we appreciate you guys listening and supporting and sharing. Oh, and by the way, if you guys share your uh, story that you're listening to the Work For It podcast, every single day I get like 20 notifications of people who have tagged me yeah, in their man. stories. Awesome. I love you guys. Thank you so much. That just helps the show continue to grow, gets more ears listening to what we're doing and we're preaching. And I believe we bring the value right here on Work For It. So, Great. guys, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Hard work, good luck. Hard work and good luck. Bye. I'm Brian House, and I have screwed up the ending. <laughs> <Yet again. laughs> goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> good. Bye. Night. Love you. <laughs>